0: Hello there, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here with Judging Freedom. Today is Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. My guest is a longtime uh, colleague and friend of mine, Ella Senekin, a journalist and an expert on well i'll let you say it ellis all things involving the democratic party so we're going to talk today about the problems of the democratic party this is not to say that the republicans don't have their own problems but when i want to ask an intellectually honest humorous and very intelligent person about the democrats uh, Ellis is one of the people I go to. Ellis, it's a pleasure to see you again. To work with you, welcome here, my friend.
1: Oh, bring it on! Great, it's great to see you, Judge.
0: All right. So, what kind of shape are the Democrats in for November of this year, with respect to? Let's just start with the with the House of Representatives. Do do the Democrats believe the Republican propaganda uh, that the House is more likely than not to flip, and Kevin McCarthy will become the Speaker?
1: Well, I don't think you have to believe propaganda to go there. History teaches that, right? Uh, the party that's in the White House usually loses seats
0: in the midterms.
1: And listen, hope springs eternal. But I think if you're betting, you have to bet that Republicans will take over the House.
0: Why Why is that? Just because of history or, or because uh, the public perception of Joe Biden uh, it's not a very good one at this uh, at this point in his in his presidency.
1: No, because we hate our leaders. Uh, I, honestly, I, I think it's, I mean, yes, there's a, a lot of negative feeling about Joe Biden out there, but it's deeper than that. Uh, I think that we are in a place in America right now, and, and you feel it. I know you do, where people are just grumpy. I mean, we're not happy about anything. We don't like any of our politicians. We certainly hate both of the parties. And uh, it just so happens that now the Dems are the ones who have their hands on the steering wheel. So, so who else are you going to blame?
0: All right. Now, w- what about the Senate? Do you, do you say the same thing, that it is more likely than not that Mitch McConnell becomes the majority leader and can keep from the Senate floor anything he, that Joe Biden sends over that McConnell doesn't even want to vote on, just like he did the nomination of Merrick Garland to replace Antonin Scalia?
1: No, no, because the Senate doesn't reflect America as well as the, the House does. You know, listen, the gerrymandering in the House has uh, taken the voters out of the equation in a whole lot of districts. But still, uh, you know, they're elected every two years. They are more focused on the passions of the people, of the Senate. You know, first of all, we only elect a third of them every two years and and it's they're more entrenched they're elected by states. so oh, no i think if i'm betting by the way i'm not pulling for this necessarily but you're you're asking me what i'm betting on i think the most likely result still early but the most likely result is that uh, republicans will grab the house and democrats will uh, hang control of the senate
0: and uh, who runs the party how, how can the same party have AOC and Joe Manchin? I know you I could say that about the Republicans. We'll get to them in yeah, a minute. Yeah. But, but, but who, runs the, who runs the Democratic Party? I mean, last week, AOC said capitalism is gone and we have to redistribute to wealth. Now, Joe Biden probably wouldn't even, or Joe Manchin wouldn't even give that the time of day, but if forced to answer, he would tell her to go fly a kite.
1: Yeah, Joe Biden would probably say the same thing. So I, I think you're right on. You're right on both Joes. Um, listen, it's mathematical. Let me let me step back to this extent. Big tent, right? I mean, both of these parties, in order to win, have got to get a majority. And the only way in a big, diverse country like this, you can get a majority is to be very tolerant of the people you're willing to take. And so, if, if you want to focus on the Dems a second. Yes, you cannot get elected in West Virginia or, or in my home state of Louisiana as AOC. The only Democrats who have a prayer in a place like that are fairly conservative. And uh, also there are parts of this country, and New York City is, is I guess, one of them, where there's a great energy and taste and desire for some pretty progressive politics. It's a, so, so if either party is going to win, they got to be willing to embrace a pretty broad perspective of people. I think the Democrats make a mistake when they forget that message, when they try to drive people out who are not part of the progressive orthodoxy.
0: Why does Joe uh, Biden allow himself to be tugged so far to the left? He's been a moderate his entire uh, career. I mean, stated differently, do the Democrats not control the House of Representatives if the progressives won't go along because the legislation isn't isn't leftish enough for them. Well, first of
1: all, nobody controls the House of Representatives. Have you met any of these people? I mean, they are the biggest oozing egos you've ever run into in your life. Good luck trying to trying to corral any of them. All they care about is getting reelected, and they will do anything. Party? I don't really care about party. They care about themselves. Um, I'm going to take issue with you a little bit on how 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 lefty Joe Biden supposedly is. Um, listen, he's got a play to all the corners of his party. And that requires a certain amount of, you know, left leaning rhetoric, but I don't know that the guy is such a leftist. I, know I don't think he's a lefty
0: under. at all. I think he's a Quint. I think he's as moderate as yeah. Joe Manchin. Yeah. But, but he has to play to the left because if you, if the progressives don't vote with Mrs. Pelosi, she loses the vote. Am I right? Well, yeah, he's still,
1: He has, you're right. I, I think he has to play to the left. But he also has to play to the middle. I mean, I mean, I'll give you the the perfect hot button issue, right? Defund the police, right? Mm-hmm. One of the one of the dumbest slogans that's ever been invented in the history of politics. If you if you poll it, something like 80 percent of people are against it. Right? Uh, just 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 a bad back. Now now, listen, you and I can talk right. about police reform all day. There's all kind of stuff wrong with the way we police in this country, and an awful lot of things you could do to make it better. But that's not the that's not the banner
0: to carry. Into OK, that. agreed. Do do the lefties really believe that or is that just the starting point of the debate?
1: I would say, you know, maybe over on the edge, there's a few people who believe it. I don't think any smart political person would would, would utter that phrase. I mean, it just it just turns people off. You know, talk about talk about reforming the police. I mean, I mean you know, there's all kind of stuff. The cops we ought to be dealing with. Policing in so many different ways. I mean, increasingly, it's a mental health issue. Really, is what we're asking cops to do. And the old drug laws and so much of the of the old criminal code is really uh, not an effective way to, to 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 give us the lives we want. But no, it's a it's an absolutely awful slogan.
0: All right, um, do the re, the Democrats want Donald Trump to be the Republican nominee in twenty twenty four? Stated I, differently, do do they think? He'll bring the Republican Party crashing down, or do they fear him?
1: You know, I, I wrestle with that thing late at night myself. I, I mean, I, 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 th- there's arguments on both sides of it. I'm not really sure where where, where I stand. Um, he is toxic in in, in many ways, um, but man, who would be stronger as a Republican candidate? You know, he does have a an amazing ability to connect with a lot of people. He's a uh, a, a leader that symbolizes stuff to people who hate politics. He's been able to speak to to the middle part of the country pretty effectively. Um, is Ron DeSantis going to be able to do that? I don't. I don't. I don't know. But but I, I will say this. Let's focus on the midterm for a second. The more that he controls the Republican platform and who gets to be the Republican nominees across the country, the worse it is for Republicans because he's going to put up a bunch of people that might make me wrong at the beginning of our conversations, that might really give Dems a, Dems a shed. You put a bunch of crazy Republicans out there, Democrats are going to beat them.
0: Isn't, isn't his um, choice of, of Republican candidates, whether they're in primaries or whether they're not in primaries, basically based on revenge? His, his, his wish for revenge yeah. against Republicans of the year voted yeah. to impeach him or didn't adequately support him. Look at Lindsey Graham. One day he loves Graham. The next day he's saying all kinds of awful things about him.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, all politics is personal when it comes uh, to the former guy. Yes, you're, you're, you're right. The best way to make Trump like you is to like him.
0: All right. But, but what do the Democrats think? What do the elected officeholders think? What would Chuck uh, Schumer say if I were to ask him, do you want Trump as yeah. the head of a ticket in 2024 or do you fear him? This,
1: this is the way I would put it. And I think, I think Schumer would give, you, would give you the same answer. It's a high-risk gamble, right? I, I mean, he does if, – if you believe, and, and, and I think you do, that most elections are, are settled in the middle somewhere, Right with the people who are not hardcore ideologues in either direction. You know, you got to you right. got to win the ones between the two forty-yard lines. Um, who's going to appeal to them and who's going to drive them away? Like 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 I'll give you an example. It, the case that that Chris Christie is making. And, and full disclosure, I, I've written a couple of books with, uh, with with Governor Christie, so so I think I'm I'm pretty tuned into his thinking. He believes that in the end, that in the end. You got to move beyond Trump. You got to find some way to articulate Republican values in a way that does not have the toxicity of of, right. of, of Donald Trump. And, and that'll be an interesting play.
0: Well, I'm glad you raised him because I was going to ask you about him, knowing of your affiliation with him. I have also known him for many, many years, mm-hmm. and we communicate privately uh, from time to time. We're both uh, Jersey guys. Mm-hmm. Chris, Governor Christie, believes. He is the only nationally known Republican acceptable to both camps, the pro-Trump camp and the anti-Trump camp of the Republican Party. He also believes if he had to go toe-to-toe with Trump, he is the only Republican, period, who has the strength of personality and the pugnacity to go toe-to-toe with Trump. Do you agree with those two statements?
1: I'll tell you this: I would pay money to watch a one-on-one debate between the two of them. I mean, that would be that would be pretty pretty wild. May we may you and I be so lucky as to witness that that uh, that, that collision? Um, well,
0: Since I'm friends with both of them, I'm I'm going to offer myself as the moderator of that debate. <laughs> but you're right; it'll be the highest watched debate in American history. But to be serious for a minute, yeah, because they're yeah. both. They're both uh, characters. Yep. Uh, some of my Republican friends say, you know, Christie should go back on television. His days in politics are finished. Others say, yeah, like Ellis Hennekin, Christie's the only one that can go toe to toe with Trump. And some say, yeah, Christie can save the Republican Party. And others say, what the heck does the Republican Party stand for today? You either like Trump or you dislike him. what else do they stand for? Where are you on all this?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. Um, th- this is what I would say. I would say that at the moment, Advantage Trump. Right. If you do any polling uh, among the kind of people who vote in Republican primaries, um, they're Trump people by and large. Uh, you know, his, his his approval ratings are still sky high. Um, his message still resonates. People still turn out in huge numbers for his uh, for his appearances. Um, Will that be true of nearly three years from now? I don't think anybody, including Chris Christie, knows the answer to that. So so I would say now Trump's in the front of the pack, but there's a long, long time to go.
0: Does Christie um, confront problems in his um, uh, record as governor of New Jersey? I mean, he left as the most unpopular governor in modern times There's that infamous Picture of him on the beach. No, why he was there? A beach that he had closed to everybody in the state. It's a beautiful ten-mile beach on an island off the coast of New Jersey called Long Beach Island. And he was there with his wife and family and friends. I mean, does he have to answer for those things?
1: Oh well, listen. I mean, in politics, you got to answer for everything. I don't. I, you know, in the end, I don't think that will be determinative. I think Republicans first in in choosing their nominee will figure out uh, what the vision for the future is. I mean, I'll I'll tell you this. The more Donald Trump talks about 2020, the less he's the candidate of the future. The more he can articulate some kind of vision that stirs people up and gets excited, that's how we get stronger, I think.
0: If Donald Trump is indicted, either by a grand jury in New York City for some sort of... uh, uh, tax or insurance yeah. fraud on on evaluating, va- valuing his uh, uh, buildings or by a grand jury in Atlanta alleging an attempt to um, interfere with the vote counting in that state. Do those things help him or hurt him with Republican primary voters? And oh. Bear in mind, in some states, his name won't be on the ballot just because he's indicted. Let's, yes, just, no, back, I, let's I, just put that aside. Right. Do those right. indictments generate support or fear amongst republican uh, primary voters
1: yeah I, I bow to you on the legalisms there but th- th- i would say that among the base it, if anything it makes him love the guy more uh, i mean uh, two two impeachments didn't undermine his popularity with the people who loved him there is a point judge i think where the folks in the middle that we were talking about where they finally reach a point of like, oh, I just, it's just too much, too much drama, too much anger, just, just too much. Um, And so, yeah, I I, listen, I'm not going to say that an indictment would help anybody in office, but all these equations are a little different with Donald
0: Trump. Ellis, you haven't changed in all these years. It's a pleasure to be with you. Will you come back? (laughs) <laughs> it's always uh, it's always like, I, I gotta tell you man look,
1: seriously it's really nice to talk to somebody who likes to debate and think both instead of just going to one corner or the other i'll do i will do live debate with you anytime buddy
0: oh god bless you 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 are the democrat i love the most <laughs>
1: See <you> soon, man
0: <laughs> ellis hannigan it's a pleasure my friends judge napolitano judging freedom